Idris Alba face. <laughs> Corona face. Yeah, man. It, yeah. Niggas ain't too jealous of Idris Elba right now. Nigga. For the first time in my life, I am happy that I am not being held up to the Idris Elba uh <laughs> Regard, you know what I mean. <laughs> I told uh, your mom's posted the uh, anniversary pick, and I told told them happy anniversary. And I said in that pick, uh, D looked like Idris no elbow and his his black looks, you know. <laughs> for real, <laughs> Yo, he did. He did. he had the string of bell goatee for real. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Yo, dead. I um. I was going. We were going to re- restructure this, but I, I want to start here because it's fun and lighthearted. Uh, what's one good thing you've learned from about marriage watching your your parentals? What's one thing I learned about marriage watching my parentals is, um, man, things are gonna get hard no matter what because you just two people coming together and committing your lives together. So y'all going to stress each other out more than life is going to already stress you out. So the whole point of it is just to laugh, man, to laugh, try to laugh off the bad times, through the bad times. And know that there's really a light at the end of the tunnel. Don't get too don't get too high and definitely don't get too low on any situations, because if if it's real, you're going to come through it no matter what. That's probably the biggest thing. They, They don't really. Throughout the the peaks and valleys of their four, 14 years, they never really got too high, never really got too low, and they never really bugged out about their situations. You know, they always got to, you know, especially Derek, he always got a joke for everything. So it works, man. It works. So I'm learning that because, you know. Because we're young. Because we, we, we're young. And we don't know what we don't know uh, <laughs> for the most part. 100%. Niggas get married. Because it's like you know, not to say the right thing to do, but you feel you feel like it's time. Like you, you, you've been in the streets. You feel like all right, it's time. Settle down. Give me a little uh, honey Come dip on. I can lay up, lay up with for the rest of my life. But uh-huh. I, I always say like when you see pictures of marriages, like you see like in wedding magazines, you see the happy couple and all that other stuff, but they don't show you the daily life. They don't show you, you know, what it's going to be day to day. So you get like these really great wedding pictures of them smiling on their wedding day, but you don't get like day 264 or <laughs> day 672 yeah. of marriage. Like you just get the, the the wedding day pick and it's like, yeah, this, this, I want this. This is great. Be like, for the rest of our lives. That's why you that's why you gotta hang as many wedding pictures up in the crib as possible. <laughs> so when the six hundred and whatever come, you gotta go back to that picture like I right, man, there was a reason why we did all this. Look at this day right here, man. I ain't never been so happy. You gotta, you gotta and you gotta make that the big picture in the house. It gotta be the biggest one. You gotta see it all the time. Fam. I've told my like uh the friends that got married after me, I told them that same exact thing. I'm like, low. Think back to this day. Rem- remember your anniversary because when when times get shaken and you got to be like, nigga, why am I here? You got to look back to that day and be like, oh, okay. This, this is why. Like, this is why. Them vows, them commitments, that feeling. 
Because it's, it's true, man, and it's not even like you know. Oh, you. It's like yo. It's just it's just human nature, man. Like it's human nature. The person that you see the most and that you give the most to, they know you the best. So they they know your trigger points. They know how to they know how to get you, <laughs> and vice versa, right? So it's like yo, you are really going through all the emotions that you're gonna go through in life with like one person, and you can go through all those emotions in like a three hundred and sixty five day span. Especially when you are, y'all are spending time together. It's not just come and go. I come to work, you go out for work, or you know, when y'all spending that time, and then you add the little ones in the mix, man. Son, you take me into my next, uh, my next point, which is a uh, quarantine. How's how's quarantine like? Treating you, nigga. <laughs> Yo. <laughs> Yo. <laughs> Day six of quarantine, day eight of no basketball. I'm trying to figure out what life is really like. I'm, yeah. I'm trying to figure out like what my purpose is. <laughs> so it's really no quarantine for me because I'm, you know, as as of right now, I'm still I'm still working. You know, I work in the hotel industry, so um, you look it's looking picture. a little. I mean, it's looking a little slim there, brother. You it's looking look a little it's... slim. Look at son of a bitch. But yeah, man, this quarantine got niggas bugging mainly because. <laughs> Cardi said it best. I've never Yo. seen anything like this, bro. Like we lived through a couple of historic moments in the world, and um, this is by far the craziest, man. I, you know, I work dead in the city, so I, it's just I've never seen Manhattan. So desolate. Never in my life. Never in my yeah. life you walk through Times Square without you know, you, you gotta walk through Times Square with your best with your best running back moves. You gotta uh you gotta, you gotta juke the hell out of Times Square. Right? Like you could just walk there freely. It's like I've never I've never seen anything like this. I've never seen anything like it. The 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 media got everybody super paranoid i think i think the media more than the actual sickness got people going crazy and losing their minds yo fam i said the other day that i feel like they've blown this joint out of proportion and and i'm gonna say true government fashion this is all we've been it's been forced in our face we've cancellations here and there jobs closing uh, schools closing, like you really would think it's either zombie apocalypse or it's the end of the world. The way they're bigging oh. it up, it's like it's like I am legend mixed with a little World War Z. It's crazy, fam. You ever watch Watchmen? Um, with Regina King. Now I never got into it, but all right. So n- not to, I don't know if you are gonna watch it, but just a quick little. It, it talks about like government lying to people and using a fear tactic to ke- kind of keep people under control. Okay. And I feel like I said to Tiff the other day, I'm like, yo, fam, this feels like an episode of Scandal. Like it's an election year. This joint yeah. comes out of nowhere. Everything shuts down. It's like, fam, something, something up. That they ain't telling us, or they feeding this as the the smoke and mirror for for another direction. Yeah, you know, I've I've been I've been receptive to all all theories because like I really don't I don't know if I have one definite one. I feel like 
I feel like the the threat of the virus is has some validity to it. And the only reason why I really feel like that is because, like I said, we've gone through, we've lived through, you know, a lot of things, you know, whether it be 9-11, Ebola, the West Nile, you know, anthrax, so many things. And, man, they've never shut down billion-dollar businesses, Fair. whether it be in sports or in just retail. And, you know, these these top 1% dudes, they giving up a lot of chicken, man. So I just feel like to really prompt them to do that, you know, and, you know, billionaires are always privy to things that we don't really know about. I just feel like they know something that we don't, whether... Because the, the mortality rate of the virus don't really match the panic. You know what I mean? It don't really match the panic. So I just feel like they know a little something that we don't. Because what is what in the world could happen to make these top 1% dudes give up their money like that? The NCAA is missing out on billions of dollars this month. Like, I just don't have <laughs> It just don't make no sense, man. Fam, I was prepared to see an arena-less NBA. I was just coming to grips with that. When they canceled the NBA season, I'm like, fam, okay. And then when the rest of the sports started to fall in line, and I'm like, I, I said last week, I didn't know if Vince McMahon was going to pull a trick on WrestleMania, but you're right. When the top 1% lose, not like a, a $1,500 paycheck or a $4,000 paycheck, you're talking about billions of dollars niggas is potentially losing in these next couple weeks, months, whatever have you. Yeah, it, like, I think... Bro, they, they ran down the towers almost 20 years ago, and a day later, Yankee Stadium was open with, with fire jets flying over the building. Like, we never cared about nothing. Yeah. <laughs> we never yeah. cared about nothing. So that's the only thing that makes me pause for concern is, like, I. This is happening. Like, this is happening. Things are really being shut down. So, I ain't conspiracy theory caught, but it's it's got to be something in the water, man. It's got to be. All I know is that they, they, need, to figure, they need to figure something out. Because, brother, I, my hotel over 200 rooms, and last night we had two people in that joint. Nigga, <laughs> 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 we had two guests the whole night so it's looking it's looking shaky for tourism based jobs and things of that nature and you know man i ain't salary i'm hour to hour so no Fam, clock pay you bring up a point that i want to uh talk about uh you said your your hotel is 200 y'all only had two guests i'm trying to figure out like and this is where my mind is carp compartmentalized because i'm like espn is struggling to get like sports related stuff because there's no sports i can mm -hmm. only imagine in the industry where your business depends on people coming in and out and now you have no people what the heck do you do like dude i know as far as as far as you know the hotels and as far as marriott's i can only speak for marriott's it's been about four or five hotels that closed down my job alone, three managers got laid off. A bunch of housekeep, like it's it's real. Like people have lost their jobs, so they, you know, just from a business sense, right? If you only bringing in two to four or five guests a night, 
but you paying four or five people just in the overnight alone or 10, 11 people throughout the course of the day to come in and work there, then you got to cut the lights on. You spending more money than you actually making. And, you know, I ain't, I, I've never taken a business class a day in my life, but I know that that's not turning no profit. <laughs> I know that means you're in the red. And I know that means that it's going to be a good chance I'm going to get to work and it's going to be a lock on that joint. They don't even tell you. But the thing that got me tripping is obviously it's not something that like only the city knows. Like this is a worldwide governmental thing. I I know like uh when I was calling around trying to get uh, money back and refunds to stuff that was canceled because of um because of this COVID night wait, hold on, hold on. Getting stuff canceled because Shout out to Cardi. Yo, I had cut, to cut, keep cut, stressing cut Cardi to the a people. check, by the way. Cut Cardi a check. Fam. They need to cut I, Cardi a check, man. <laughs> Cardi don't need no more checks. That's <laughs> she got them all. She got <laughs> she don't need no more checks. But when I was calling when I was calling around, like I had to keep stressing I am not canceling these events. They were canceled because of the government shutdown. So when I'm asking for my refund, like every time I call, like I find my I find like I'm a broken record repeating. I, I just want to be clear. I did not cancel this. I know your your refund policy or your cancellation policy says something else, but I'm just letting you know I'm not the one that canceled. So when y'all send me my coins back, understand that it wasn't a cancellation on my end. And I'm thinking like in the hotel industry. People have to have, you would think, people have to have some sort of, okay, well, jobs may be, I don't understand how jobs are affected if it's out of my control. It's not like business is booming and we just don't have people coming in. People coming in because they're being told to stay home. Exactly. So as far as the hotel front, um, I could speak on that a little bit. So it's funny, man. They 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 know how to they know how to word stuff. So so yeah, the hotel is shut down because of the coronavirus, right? Because it is it is is real, it's prevalent, it's out there. But you know, they yes, it's because of the coronavirus, but it's not so much because of the threat of the virus, because no one at my job has contracted it. No guests know that we know of. So it hasn't been a mandate from the government. All hotels and public must shut down. Like we're coming to enforce yeah, a shutdown. It hasn't been that. So yeah, they could use loss of profit. They could they could use loss of income for the quarterly quarterly status. To be like, because in the normal, like at the top of the year, January, most times they will lay off like two, three, four employees because it's kind of slow season and they'll bring them back in a month or two because the hotel is due not to make as much money as, you know, they normally do. So since it hasn't been a forced shutdown, they could use their the fact that they're not bringing in no bread to lay people off. This time they just laying them, laying them off by the dozens. I mean, you talking... 30 housekeepers in a hotel that I know about down there on um, Battery Park. The whole hotel, like people come into work and it's just like, oh, oh, the door's locked. Okay, I guess I ain't working today. <laughs> and you got some, and you got some hotels 
that's not even laying people off, bro. They they giving people zero hour schedules. So so people can't even file for unemployment. <laughs> Some people that's can't even wild. file for unemployment because they're not laid off. They just got a zero hour schedule. So you ain't getting no health benefits and you can't get unemployment. Some of these hotels is being super shisty today, 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 um, today employees. It just kind of show you, man. All man, all this really did was made me realize, man, I need to, I need to take a career change. <laughs> my shit, this could be impacted. Like, yeah, this is an anomaly. It don't happen like that. But the thing is, it can. It could be something else. It could be, a, it could be something else. You know what I mean? I think it's is wild that. Um... And I always said this is about big business. When they want to, when they want something to work in their favor, I, every loophole that you don't see in the fine print or uh, when you sign in your offer letter, every loophole that works in their favor, they'll pull when it works for them. Like if you're a temp, them niggas will use you until like they can't use you no more because they don't have to pay you benefits. It, like it's cheaper for them to keep you on as a temp for three four years without actually giving you benefits and giving you like uh-huh. putting you on the books like but stuff like that has always made me like full-time hours to make you happy yeah yeah man but the, but then again that goes to the person and what you allow and what you allowed to take and what you allowing yourself to to take like is you is it is the money more important or is the full respect of you know you being a worker, what what what's what's more valuable to you? Some people take the dough and run. Like I don't need no health benefits, so, you know. This is crazy, but <laughs> I know a I ain't lot gonna of people. Hold you, when I got out of school, um, I and I say up set up here several times. I got out of school and I was a temp for a good part of three or four years. I temp for three or four years, like just moving around different places. I didn't have a full time job, and I kept saying like, "Yo, this is <laughs> this is some." crazy crazy stuff like you give me full-time hours i'm here every day you give me projects blah 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 but you don't want to bring me on full-time because of what it's going to mean to your bottom dollar like and it just tripped me out and every every day i went into work i'm like this ain't it (laughs) (laughs) this ain't it i'm happy that i have a job i'm happy that you know bills are being paid but I'm tempted. They can tell me my assignment's over tomorrow. Just like that. And what I'm going to do? Can't do nothing because you can't, fi- like you said, can't file unemployment because you're a temp. Well, it's nasty work. Six months. Nasty work. It's very nasty work, my brother. But yeah, nah, man, it's, it's true. These, you know, these big corporations, man, they don't, the end of the day, they don't really care, man. They don't really care because end of the day, you leave, or somebody you, else is gonna come right in. Else is gonna come right in that spot, willing and ready to get abused, willing and ready. Because it's, it's hard to make a dollar, man. Fam, especially I've on the, the especially on the side that we live, man. It, it costs sixty six dollars just to breathe. Yeah. Yeah. Every breath. So it's hard. I had these conversations with uh my my friends and family and everybody alike. Like you have to find something not that makes you irreplaceable, but it hurts a little more when you leave or they decide to let you go. Mm-hmm. Um mainly because 
Yeah, they can bring uh, somebody in to like cookie cutter, fill a position that you were in uh, before they let you go. But what were the intangibles that you brought to that position that's going to sting a little bit when it's like, oh, dang. Right. Here, in this position, yeah, we can get somebody else here, but Sun did X, Y, and Z. Like, it's going to be hard trying to find someone to take up that. Mm-hmm. Especially when they ask you to train somebody else. It's like, fam, I ain't dumb. I'm giving you the the basics to know how to do the job. But everything else that I did to like put my little sauce or spin on it to make me stand out, I'm not giving you all that. You out your mind. Yeah, facts. <laughs> but that's why it's important, man, to like do do what do what you're doing now. You know what I mean? Yeah, okay, you put in X amount of hours. Funding somebody else's dreams and goals, but you also coming home and working on your own. You know what I mean? Podcasting, trying to open up lanes for yourself and putting your people on and things of that nature. Like, yeah, we could put in the time for for the man, but we also got if you could if you got eight to twelve hours for somebody that you ain't never meet, you got five hours to invest into yourself. So, Let me know. ask you a question because I had I, I've been thinking about this. When as like, well, let me ask you first. Do you have anything that you're working on yourself that you're finding hard to put time in, or you do it and it's on a low, and you just build and build until you're ready to? You don't got to tell me a hundred percent what it is, but you can answer yes or no. So I mean, I can answer a little more than yes and no. So. All right. I, I I have some things you know creatively that you know I'm and I, you know I I be lying if I say I'm working on it I've I've worked on it in man in like three month segments three months apart from each other I'll start it back up you know I'm trying to you know I'll tell you off air you know what I mean because it's, it's a hell of an idea I don't need nobody starting my shit up you know what I mean. So <laughs> for real, it ain't it ain't copywritten just yet. It ain't copywritten just yet. But write um, it, but I write an email and send it to yourself. Honestly, do what? Do what? I said write a note or write it on paper what the idea is and mail it to yourself. They call it the poor man's copyright, and it still holds up in court. Oh, see, all you gotta do write it down. Write it down, mail it to yourself. Don't ever open it, but when you see it, you'll know. All right, yeah, this is this is for my but business. I think, so somebody, I think, up. I think my issue with it is it's been me, kind of like me. I I have the time. I think I just, you know, sometimes you have that 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 fear of flight, right? Like you don't yeah. like can I can I do this? Am I even, am I stepping way out of my lane? Like, you have that self-doubt. And um, so, you know, X amount of months at a time, I'll put in the work and then I forget it and then I'll go back and then I'm trying to figure out how to structure it. So mm. I, it's, it's not the time, it's really me and me kind of getting over myself and just, just doing it, man. Like, even if you fail, you could say that you had an idea, you put it down and, and you went for it, but you never know how it turned out lest you kind of like you know get off your ass so i can say that it's me like whatever i got going on is i'm kind of my my own worst enemy at this point 
but at least I know the problem and I can, you know what I mean? I can address it. Right. Because I was going to say, part of me asking you that question was because I was going to ask you, when do you uh, sort of kind of say, okay, well, yeah, I've been working on this. This is my dream, but, you know, I may have to pull a plug because either A, it's not profitable or it's just not getting tra- the traction that you would have hoped. Because that's another thing that uh, entrepreneurs face that, that, uh, is it time to pull the trigger or take it out back, you know, and put it out of its misery and, and try something else? Like, when do you get to that to the, to that dress threshold? Well, I say definitely after your 10,000 hours. For one, I say definitely after if, if you're serious about it. Right. If you're serious about it, because you got to understand that. It ain't, it's not going to be unless you are coming out with something. You know, let's let's even bring it to like what we're doing now, like a podcast. You know, T.I. just started one not too long ago. Right. He's been famous for how long. Right. So it's easy for him to be like, you know, I'm going to start this. I could book the best studio, the best microphone. I could I already got two million people. I could I could solicit solicit this to on my Instagram. Like I could get this going so much faster than somebody who got the same burning desire, but they don't have the resources the 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 network so on and so forth right so i say you got to put in your ten thousand hours you got to put that work in and then after that however many years that takes to get those hours you just got to have a real conversation with yourself like am i am i willing to continue to struggle for this because i love it so much or do i love it so much i let it go you know what i mean so i think i think it's definitely after you put in your ten thousand hours in I guess you start seeing the time and the money you built into it and what you get and back out of it. And it all depends what you want out of it. If you're just doing it for the love, right? You could just keep doing it, you know, forever. And, and you know, you don't really care what you get out of it. But if you want some type of return and to your investment, then yeah, you gotta you gotta kinda know when to cut it off. But that that's that's hard though. That's hard. Especially if you love what you're doing, it's, that's a hard decision to make. But I definitely say after your ten thousand hours, I want of- you to play this back for yourself when you're going through your uh, your your down times of because uh, I'm gonna play this back for myself because it, and talking it out and having someone accountable and now having it recorded, uh, you now become accountable for this information that you've given mm-hmm. that you've received you're accountable for it and now it's okay play this back every time you feel like yeah this journey this journey going or it, I, I, I'm i not going play it back and give yourself that kick in the behind and be like alright come on get up because I know I am and yeah. and, and that's the thing man we, we, know, we know the formula we know the formula you know the kind of work that gotta be put in it's just kind of doing it, man. It's just kind of just, I'm gonna just do it. <laughs> I'm gonna just just put my put my put one foot in front of the other. And and the more you do it, the better you're gonna get at it. Well, you should. And and that's the thing. Matter of fact, that's the answer to your question. If you put in all this time, and you know, we you you know within yourself, your quiet moments, you know if you're good at this or not. You got to be honest with yourself. Like, you know what, man? I'm, I ain't, I ain't the best at this thing, man. You know, I thought, 
<laughs> nigga, I thought I wanted to be a painter. Nigga, I can't draw for nothing. Maybe I should not. <laughs> right? You got to be honest with yourself. Like, stop you going to be... the gym if you can't dribble the ball, my nigga. Like, nigga, you said formula and being honest with yourself, and that's just a segue into my next thing. And I, I do appreciate that combo, man. Like I said, I'm gonna play this back, and I hope that you play it back as well, because it's definitely something that. Uh, it's attainable. You know, you can see Puff and all and Steve Jobs and Jay-Z quotes and all these like Warren Buffett quotes, but it's it's nice hearing it on a on the ground floor and being like, okay, that's something I can definitely grab hold to. But you spoke about formula and knowing what works. Man, uh is Jay Jay Elect using a cheat code by having uh the formula on his out his debut album? This is what I wanted to get into. <laughs> This is what I wanted to get into. Hey, man, cheat code, nigga. He got all the GTA ammunition. He know all, <laughs> all the combinations. This nigga got bazookas, AR-15s. He got everything. Bro, you got the greatest rapper <laughs> that's ever rapped on, what, seven, seven out of your ten joints? And shout out to Joe. He mopped him on all the joints that he was on. Like, I don't know, man. Um, I I like Jay Elect. I you know what? I was telling my man, I think I like Jay Elect. But to be honest, my cosign, my me liking him was all based off of his cosigns, right? He mm -hmm. had all the all the dopest cosigns in the game. Mm -hmm. One being big homie. So and then you hear Exhibit C, so you like, okay, yeah, homie got some stuff. But then you realize, nigga, that was that was oh eight, oh nine. Like, what are you, what are you really doing? Like, I don't know if he was sharpening his sword between the last time we heard him for a full body of work and this time because the album was the album. It was kind of underwhelming, and it's kind of like the Apollo thing, right? You, you can never boo nobody when they sing in a gospel song. Like, how can I really call, <laughs> right? How can I really call what he's talking about trash? And I equated it to like, yo, you know, we we both grew up in church. A pastor could be talking. He's 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 talking from from the Bible, whatever scripture he's deciding to to preach from, and. It's all knowledgeable stuff. He's not sitting up here lying to you, but he ain't, he ain't got his breaths right. His his clean. You know what I mean? He just he just not moving you like you just you just <laughs> preaching. I don't want to throw out no pastor's name, no no preacher's name. So I could say a couple, but nigga, <laughs> they just nigga, I'm trying to bite my tongue not to throw out <laughs> no names. It's like it's like I right, man, like okay, once again. Maybe you should realize this ain't you know I, you know this ain't for me, but that's another story. So I just feel like he was talking some real stuff. I don't understand a lot of what he was talking about, but it just wasn't delivered dope to me. It looked like that nigga mixed that. It sounded like he mixed that joint in his crib, and um, yeah, I, I think Hove gave gave him the biggest alley oop that he's ever given anybody, bro. Anybody to put things in perspective, he gave J. Cole one verse on his debut. He gave Drake one verse on his debut. Yeah. Fam, 
He's on seven of your ten tracks on your debut album. And he started your album off. The first voice you heard outside of the intro record, the first rapping you hear is him. It's Jay. That drink threw me for a loop. That drink threw me for a loop. But I'll tell you this. I, I think outside of Jay maybe thinking that he's a good rapper, I think especially with this album and him, Jay doing what he did, to me, it just says that I believe, and I got no reference for this, I believe Jay Elect introduced Jay or maybe had him really attach him to his spiritual side, you know, and in that aspect, I think he really, um, I ain't going to say like his spiritual advisor because I don't know, but I, I, I think that Jay Elect kind of taught him and brought him along and kind of like taught him the preachings of Allah and Elijah Muhammad that really put an impression on Jay because why else is he attaching him to this? Like Jay, Jay ain't got to do this. He ain't have to do that for, for Jay Electronica, but yeah, man. That's you bring up a point that it. somebody uh, I heard multiple people say, and that's, do you feel like Jay Elect may have had an agenda or a story basically that he wanted to like because from for me personally listening to this album that's what i got from it i got he wants to talk about the preachings of you know um elijah muhammad like that's that's what i got from it instantly i'm like okay he, he's giving you math on you know uh islam and things like that but i'm like but what else because i left i left listening to the album after all the jay-z's verses like all right, well, what else is Jay talk Jay Elect talking about? Like, that's all I got from his album was okay. Well, he practices Islam and he's breaking down some stuff that's that's crazy. Um, if you have a high intellect to sit and wait and actually read and see what he's talking about, but then it's like, okay, what else is there? And maybe that's all he had planned was this is the album put out. This is what I'm talking about, and I don't care who's on it. This is going to be my, my body work. This is going to be my debut. And if you got Hove on there, like, fam, if Hove's on your record, I feel like you have to at least do your verse over. Or if he don't make you go back and redo or rewrite or re-record something, then you probably don't need that verse. Yeah, facts. Like, if, if, you, if you just left your verse the same after he did the OJ, 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 and you just left your verse to say, nah, man, you don't deserve that verse. Fam. You don't deserve, you don't deserve that verse. <laughs> That's just the truth. You backstab is going to make me turn into the OJ. He ain't as friendly as the old. Fam, the, the entendres that Jay was dropping on like, it just made me want a Jay Z album. Yeah, dude, that's what <laughs> that's what I told my man on Facebook because I put a I put a stat like, yo, we not gonna be honest about this Jay Elect album. And we was talking, I'm like, yo, man, honestly, all this joint did was make me want another Jay album. Like, all that's all that's all it did for me was make make me want to have another Jay album. And then it's like, well, I right, cool when Jay Elect's. Because Jay Elect supporters would be like, yo, you know, this is just the first installment of whatever, whatever. And, you know, 
his next joint come out is gonna be all just him, and I think that's gonna be the tale. Like, can you carry? Because you still ain't you still ain't proven nobody that you could carry an album. And you know, I I decided like I'm not gonna because I I'll force myself to like a lot of people's stuff sometimes. Yeah, yeah. I'll for and I decided like yo, you know, I'm not gonna do that. And you know, I listened to the album, and it really <laughs> it made me think of um that that J verse that he had for Nas, right? And nigga said, just because you wear Kofi, it don't mean don't anything. Don't mean you right. bright. Yeah, it means you understand all the shit. I ain't gonna say bullshit, but it just means you understand all the, you know, you just talking knowledgeable, man. It's like that ain't just that. That don't make for good music. But you know, I maybe think- it was, maybe it was bigger than that for him, and I and I believe it was bigger than that for him. Nah, I I feel like, and you 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 hit on a great point is that in this day and age, we'll force ourselves to like some ah uh, maybe it wasn't for me the first listen. Let me let me listen to it like three more times. Make sure I like, fam. If it ain't for you, it ain't it ain't for you. Like I don't need I, another I listen. listen. I huh? listen to Dave East's music time and time again. I be trying to, bro. I just. I just the nigga's not nice. <laughs> like, and I'd be trying to focus out he a New York rapper. Like, yeah, I mean, like, I like I like his vibes, you know what I mean? He lit. But I put on his body of work and I'm like, I just I can't, man. And I refuse I refuse to, to force myself to like it. I'm happy that you're successful and you a black man doing what you gotta do, but 2020, I'm not forcing myself to like no music. I'm being man, honest. I, that Jay like drink is trash. Everything yeah. Beast has probably put out besides that drink with Styles P is trash. <laughs> Niggas gotta do better. I feel that way about the baby. Uh you can't convince me that the baby is I mean, the, the nigga raps, okay. But you can't force me to be like yeah, this is my cup of tea. I want to put on that the baby catalog and you know ride out on a long trip. It's just it, it ain't for me, and I'm not gonna sit here and force myself to try to like it. Like, so you mean to tell me you don't need nothing with no bop in it? No, no, I don't. You don't. You don't need nothing with no bop in it. <laughs> well, let me not say I don't need nothing. I that particular artist I can do without. Same with Uzi. Yeah. I give Uzi all the credit in the world for uh, being able to sell as many records as he's selling, but it, it ain't for me. Facts. It ain't for me. Yeah, and I get. I gave Uzi a shot too. I listened to his joint. I was just like, yeah, I'm old. I guess I'm old now, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I was like this ain't it. What's your? What's your? What's your favorite? current rapper who's your favorite current rapper my favorite current rapper um like when you say current not not whole because i know he's still in the gym putting up shots i'm talking about like maybe out of this generation there you go i mean i hate to sound cliche i really really do kendrick Kendrick, Kendrick Lamar is still my favorite, my favorite rapper. I, 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 yeah, I'll stop if he drop if he 
he came out with an album right now. I'm banging it on you, and I'm I'm zoning out. Like that's my that's my favorite rapper. And I hate to sound generic because it's like you know J Cole, Drake, Kendrick Lamar, but yeah, but yeah, he he got that for me. I would say Drake. I would say Drake, but um, that's too commercial. That's like that's too, too, uh, that's too commercial. That's too obvious. I mean, Drake Drake is he's that. Actually, I'm kind of like putting Drake. Now work with me, not in the same tier with Jay. But the fact that he's been doing this since old, like I mean, we we know his body, we know what he's been doing. That boy different, like he different, <laughs> he different. So I'm kind of like you know, kind of like putting him in that that class because he kind you know he deserved to, he deserved to be there. But Kendrick, and as far as like new artists, um, Conway the Machine or Benny the Butcher, just give me give me either one of those. Yeah, I'll, yeah. And I think it's a cheat code to have them two niggas uh, rapping on any track. But yeah, I was going to say when you were talking, I'm like, yeah, you 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 get your Drake, your Cole, and your Kendricks, but Benny or Khan for me right now, and that's because I'm somebody that appreciates lyrics. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, a bop is cool, but I'm somebody that appreciates somebody that got something to say. Yeah, and for real. But you see that that's how we that's how we came up on music. Like you know, nowadays it it is all a feel. Like you know, it is all a feel, all about what the hook is. But like us coming up listening to music, it it was the lyrics and the flow. Like we'll compromise a bad beat if like Nas is the worst beat picker in 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 hip hop history. He'd be picking horrible beats. But I mean, he it works because. I mean, he's a lyricist. You know, he's a rapper's rapper. I, I think uh, as two whole stands, we could probably pick out one bad song beat-wise on every whole album. And it's just like you you deal with it, but the lyrics are still there. The beat's trash, but the lyrics are there. Hmm. I'm trying to think of one. A bad beat, like a, a beat. Bad I was beat. this ain't it, but he smacked it. I gotta come. I got. I got. Probably gotta come back on that one. I'm sure. I, I'm sure there is one. I'm sure there is one. You know what? You know what record that was kind of like. It was kind of whack, but hope put his imprint on it to kind of make it good. Change clothes. That's that's one. <laughs> that's one of. Yeah, yeah that's like that's that was that really wasn't it. Like <laughs> that really wasn't it. If even you stay on that album, you got I don't me personally, I don't like the threats beat, but he still smacked it around. Um the threats beat. Doom, doom. Yeah, yeah, that beat ain't that beat wasn't really all that either. Yeah, he got a he got a couple. He got a couple. Not to, I mean, I know we could talk about Hove whenever. I was talking to my man just last night, and um, he was, you know, not trying to chop down Jay, but trying to kind of trying to discredit him. And I'm like, bro, you must not know, like, this man, 96 to 03, came out with an album every single year. Every and it charted year. every single year. Like, you can't name another artist that came out with seven, eight straight albums that all went double or triple platinum that all charted, like, 
that's why I'm like, say what you want, think about what you want about the man. I'm like, no rapper has done that. Oh nah, Drake. I'm like, nah, Drake never ain't no rapper come out year after year after year after year with all quality joints. I'm like, cause you gotta live life in between your records. He only giving himself eight months to live life, and he coming back with a whole new flow, a whole new. I'm like, this is why he is regarded as because he's the, he's. I just don't understand why people say Jay's the greatest rapper. I'm like, then you must not, you just you're not in tune. Like dead, alive, or alien, the greatest matter. rapper. Period. And I got a shout out to UMB. Y'all y'all put me. On. I was I was a DMX fan. I was a DMX fan back in the day. Like. You I'm really an were an X man. He was from Yonkers, so I'm like, nah, like he he it. But you and Brian, y'all was on y'all J stuff, and I'm like, I mean, he cool. <laughs> but it's like, yo, he he was talking that talk. He was talking that talk out the gate. I'm like, I just wasn't, I just wasn't old enough to understand, like. Like I, I wasn't under, I wasn't old enough to understand what he was talking about, so I had, to, I had to come along, and I'm like, yeah, nah, this is it. Yeah, R.I.P. to the to the game, man. Gr- greatest dead, alive, or alien, and it's not up for debate. Y'all can have your favorite, your own personal favorites, but you're wrong. I'm, I'm telling you, you're wrong. Oh, yeah. It's yeah, one answer. <laughs> it, it's one answer, but um, off of music. Uh, and into the home stretch of this thing here uh, with sports being gone or missing uh, NFL free agency has taken the place of the madness that would have been uh, March madness that started today that I freaked that off the top that wasn't planned that was freestyle first first but um, <laughs> what's your thoughts on free agency uh Teams moving, shaking. Man, the 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 NFL, they really it was like, nah, man, the NBA been bodying free agency. We gotta get a piece of that. Because they went crazy. They was going crazy, dude. There's been so many. You got Phillip Rivers, like I, that I man don't been playing. That. that man been playing. He said, You don't want to talk about it? I don't oh, want to talk about <laughs> I don't want to talk about that. You a Colts fan? Why are you still a Colts fan, my nigga? Like Peyton is gone. You could give it up. It's, it's nigga, okay. I, I was a fan because of uh, them selling me on this Andrew Luck kid. He's supposed to be the second guy. coming to Pete Manning, <laughs> and then a nigga retires two weeks before the season. Yeah, uh, yeah. This nigga said, "I just can't do it. I'm sorry." Stuck the Patriots, stuck the coats up for, for M's, boy. Bro. For M's. But not, I can't be mad at you. When he had came out of college, I'm like, everybody was talking RG3, RG3. I'm like, yo, this Andrew Luck guy is going to be it. And had it not been for a hardball offensive line and his the ass is... majority of his career. Horrible, bro. Horrible. So, yeah, but it's it's okay, man. You could... Listen, man, I'm I'm thinking about putting in my transfer papers. I don't know if I could do this giant thing too much longer, man. Who would you transfer to? Yo, who would I transfer to? I'm not even going to hold you, see. I've low-key been... Uh, it's 
hard to even say. Say it, man. Say it. Say it. Say it. It's hard to even say, man, because I've just been a Giants fan forever. But, yo, man, I don't know. I I'm, I like greatness, bro. I like – I'm coming to a point in my sports life. I like greatness. And as much as I've, – I've rooted for Tom Brady a lot, like, the last couple of years. I got over the whole New England thing, like, because we beat them. Every time we played them when they mad, we beat them. So <laughs> I can let go of my hate. But – I want to see greats do well, man. I, I'm gonna be. I'm not. Maybe I'm not transferring my papers, but I'm gonna be rooting for Tampa Bay this year, man. I can't even front. That I was a bombshell. I wasn't expecting. I thought he was going out west to the Chargers, if anything, because he's a California kid. So I'm thinking. At first, before the season started, I thought, Nah. Well, he just went there. Okay. Yeah. I was I was thinking he was going to go to either the 49ers or the Chargers and or the Raiders um cuz I'm thinking for the Raiders and Chargers you got new stadiums, you got um a fan base that's, you know, going to be out in droves because you got this this great player coming into your your arena. Uh, and a 49ers, I just thought he grew up rooting for the 49ers, and it just yeah. would have been poetic seeing him let Jimmy G go for Tom Brady. But, yeah, Brady going to Tampa Bay, they don't really got an offensive line, and that's the part that's that's the only thing that keeps me on the sidelines with Tampa Bay and this whole Brady thing. He got the weapons around him, but he need no offensive line. To- Boy, he got some weapons now. Yeah, he's never really had in his career outside of like just Randy, but Chris Godwin, OJ Haywood, Mike Evans. Evans, like yeah, he got he got targets. Now the only thing is like, what's his arm looking like, and what you know what I mean, like. But I I really I'm pulling for him, and to see Tom Brady versus Drew Brees twice a year, man, that's we getting we getting we spoiled right now. Brady's coming from a conference where he had automatic eight wins before he even laced up his cleats before the season started because you knew he had Jets twice, Dolphins twice, Bills twice, eight guaranteed. This year alone, he has a four-game stretch where he has to face Breeze, Rodgers, and Mahomes in four games. Oh, the schedules came out already? The Well, yeah, but that's one of the ones I looked at for matchups, um, he got Breeze first, Rodgers, then he got the Vikings, and then he got Mahomes as the fourth game. So that's going to be crazy in itself. Yeah. Just think, though, twice a year you got to go up against, I mean, bum behind Matt Ryan, but you never know on a good day how he feeling. You got Teddy Bridgewater down in, in um, Carolina. I'm not always pull for the black quarterback, so I hope he do well. And you got Drew Brees, but, like, the fact that he would even throw himself – it kind of reminded me of like what LeBron did. You know, everybody was calling LeBron's move just a business decision, but he left the East where he dominated, where people said it was a cakewalk every year for him. Oh, he's in the East. In the East, he decided to go West where Kawhi's out there. Well, he wasn't there last year, but you know, you got all all these all all the major players and heavyweight and heavy heavy hitters is in the West, and he decided to do that. So I respect Brady for saying like, "I right, y'all saying I had it easy." Y'all saying it was a system. Y'all saying it was Belichick. All right, we at 42. 
I'm going to change the whole trajectory of my career, and I'm going to go try to get it done. And he's in a win-win, bro, because if he go to Tampa and he kill, he's just really more solidified as the greatest football player ever. If he fail, he's 42, <laughs> right? Like, he can't really lose. He can't really are we shooting? Are we shooting him the age bail if he, if he does – Fail? Are we are we gonna shoot him that he's forty two bail? Bro, we gonna shoot him. He's the forty two bail. You know why? Cause he's forty two, man. He's forty two, bro. This ain't no thirty. And granted, like the quarterback position. Well, you know what? I can't even say that because quarterbacks do get hurt. They do get hit. But the way that he's been, the way he's played, hasn't taken too much hits, too many hits, but. He's forty two, bro. Like, you gotta get That's you gotta get saying. some type of bail at forty two. No, if he don't get an offensive line, or if his offensive line gets him, if he takes the most sacks that he's ever taken in his career this year, that's gonna tell you if he's coming back for another year or not. But um, with him taking Jameis' spot, where do you see Jameis going? Where do you see Cam going? Because Teddy took his spot. Well, Jameis is probably going to that grocery store that he stole them crab legs out of. That nigga, <laughs> the, the fuck? <laughs> that, that nigga, <laughs> nigga going to go from stealing crab legs to, to, to selling them. I don't know what I don't know what Jameis Winston is going to do because I mean somebody going to give him a shot, but I mean that man. I was looking at his career numbers and they just. That man threw a lot of interceptions, man. Thirty for thirty. Lot of yards too, but um, I don't know. I don't see him starting nowhere. Cam, yo, bro, bring Cam to New England. I see a lot of people saying that. Bring Cam to New England, or if you don't bring him to New England, yo, I, I like, I like Baker. But that ain't gonna he ain't gonna get it done with the pieces that that that's in place there. And if you at all as an owner or a GM is serious about Jarvis and and Odell and them boys staying there and you got Nick Chubb, you gotta get a quarterback that for one, Baker Mayfield, that nigga don't work out. That nigga body is horrible. <laughs> that nigga think he's better than what he really is. And where he really is is just not that good. He's he yo, bro. He's 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 six steps ahead of Johnny Manziel, if you ask me. I just don't. I I don't see him being the one. So if if it was me, I try to bring him. I try to bring Cam to Ohio. Try to bring pair him with Odell and the boys. Come on, man. That's dangerous. I you. Got Garrett on the other end with all them boys. You can actually do something in that AFC North. Because it ain't getting no easier with Lamar Jackson and them boys. They just got Campbell from from Jacksonville, so they showing up. They they team. Gurley just tweeted. Uh, he got fired on his day off, making light of the fact of him being released. But NFL was a game. Yeah, Todd Gurley got released. Wow. But just now, it was earlier today. Oh, he got released earlier today. But the thing is, in NFL. Running backs don't get the love that everybody else does. They get the short end of the stick nine times out of ten. Always. Nine times out of ten, 
They get the short end of the stick. I just sent you something as a little uh, lighthearted game. Um, but before we get into the game, because I'm going to let you read it over in the meantime, um, I want to say rest in peace to Roger Mayfield. Mayweather. Wow. Sure. Uh, one of, I'm not going to say a boxing legend, but yeah, he is. Um, for what he did to the game and who he brought through, the, through his rankings. And boxing yeah. and being Floyd's trainer. And if you don't know Floyd and don't know Rogers, you don't know boxing. But uh, rest yeah. in peace, Roger. Huh? Yeah, I was, gonna, I was just going to piggyback. Yeah, he's, he's a legend simply for off of who he trained. You know what I mean? He trained, you know, I got a lot of opinions about Floyd, but you can't you can't deny the work, the work ethic that Floyd put in, and that was all due to Roger Mayweather. He and he's made that known plenty of times. So, yeah, man, and, and praise this to Floyd in general, man. You know, losing his baby's mother, yeah, two weeks ago, well, last yeah. week, and then you lose your, you know, the person that's probably one of the top three people influences in your life. All the money in the world don't 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 fill that type of void. You know what I mean? Yeah. So. Prayers up to, to me with the family. Prayers up, for real. Uh, lighthearted game before we get out. I sent you uh, two pictures, and I'm going to read a question to you, and you can kind of see where I'm going with the pictures. Send it to my phone? I sent it to your phone. They didn't get it. All right. Uh, I'm, I'll read it to you anyway. Your birth month has to throw a goal line fade to your birth day to win the game. And... I'm just going to go through the months, the quarterbacks first, and then just at the days just go up to 31, obviously. So January, Tom Brady. February, Jameis Winston. March, Andy Dalton. April, Dak Prescott. May. Good, Papa. May, Russell Wilson. June, Pat Mahomes. July, Kyler Murray. August, Derek Carr. September, Cal Allen. October. Drew Brees, November, Aaron Rodgers, December, Mitch Trubisky. So your birth month has to throw a goal line fade. Uh Uh-huh. My quarterback's Russell Wilson. I thought your birthday was in March real quick. I heard Andy Dalton. I was like, yeah, now it's over for you. But, yeah, you're May. (laughs) My quarterback is Drew Brees, so I'm already looking good. All right. Drew Brees, I got... Russ Wilson. All right, we're going one to thirty-one. Michael Thomas, Tariq Cohen, Cole Beasley, OBJ, DeAndre Hopkins, Eric Ebron, Aiden Tate, Julio Jones, George Kittle, ten Nelson Aguilar, eleven Mike Williams, Cortland Sutton, Travis Kelsey. What number Sutton. we at? I'm at 14, Seth Roberts, 15, Stephon Diggs, Julian Edelman, 16, Juju, Keenan Allen, Amari Cooper, Golden Tate, 20, Danny Amendola, Devontae Adams, Ted Ginn, Curtis Samuel, Will Fuller, Le'Veon Bell, DK Metcalf, Mike Evans, Adam Humphreys, 30, Marvin Jones, and 31, 
Tyreek Hill. So you got Drew Brees and Golden Tate. You got Russell Wilson and who? Julian Edelman. Goal line fade. Goal line Defend fade. The game. We both. Those are two shorter receivers. Um, two good quarterbacks. Two short quarterbacks. The two shorter receivers. Goal line fade to win the game. Am I? Do I think I'm catching it? Do I think my birthday is catching it? Yeah. I don't think so, bro. And it ain't even <laughs> Hopi. It ain't even Drew. I think a Golden Tate is Tridash. We had him on the Giants last year. So it was horrible, bro. <laughs> so it was horrible. I don't trust no bouncing around wide receivers. Like, that nigga's a filling. And I don't like your chances either. I mean, if, if, if I got to take the speed route and uh, Edelman can get a break, uh, I like my chances because Russ can make something happen with his legs. He can buy some time. The goal line fade, though. The goal line fade, that's more. Uh, it, it's for the taller guys. I know. Receiving need more of an extension to, to get that thing. I don't see. If, Kyrie, I'm sorry. You're good. You're good. What up, Kyrie? Say what's up. Come here. <laughs> Say what's up. What up, Kyrie? Say what up, Uncle C. <laughs> but yeah, man. Uh, let me get a show. Oh, DeAndre Hopkins got traded too for a, a bag of Skittles in Arizona. Dog. My man, I know Kyler Murray was like, "Oh, I right, we could, I could do something with this." Fab, he was doing something with Larry by himself. Larry now giving him hop too. Old Larry Long and the two Fitzgerald. <laughs> yeah, nah, I seen that. I was like, wow, like David Johnson, he, I had him, no, I didn't have him on my fantasy team last year, but somebody did, and he, you know, he he did all right, but, man, you gave up DeAndre. You gave up a top three receiver in the game. And who who they have, they they signed somebody, they signed somebody to fill his, to fill his, um, his spot, and I was like, "Yeah, that ain't gonna get it done, my nigga." I can't yeah. even think who it was. It ain't, it ain't, it ain't gonna happen. It ain't gonna get it done. Um, they just gave Arizona a, a Christmas present without, without even working for it. Hey, you've been, you've been good all year. Hey, take DeAndre Hopkins for pretty but much listen, nothing. It just, it just goes to show that these. These these teams don't really care or value their star players, man, because when it's most convenient for them, they will let you go. They, they will let send you, you out of here. I'm never mad at the right, like well, I know before we get out of here, like you know, I'm never mad at the Carmelos of the world that bag instead of yeah. ring chased. That nah, I'm a I'm gonna get this league for everything I got because Look what happened that you know the last couple of years of his career crapped on him. So I'm never, I'm never, I'm never mad at the player going to get theirs because at the end of the day, these teams is gonna do look Isaiah Thomas with the hit. Like they always gonna do what's best for them. So man, go ahead and do what's best for you, bro. On a later date, I'm gonna get into how Phil Jackson ruined Melo's career, but that's that's for a later date. 
Oh, we could get into that. We could even get into Dan Dan Tony and how he a career killer. Yeah. We could get into that. We could get into the 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 the, the killer coaches. The Panthers released Eric Reed. Yeah. And that nigga told Cam before the season started that he was willing, like he was wondering and waiting for Cam to get better because he had a nice plan for Cam. And to your point, them niggas just released him and signed Teddy Bridge. So they ain't got no love out here in these streets for you. Eric Reed, he, he a, he's a funny cat to me too. I don't know. We could get into that at a later date. I got well, a lot of guys. Yeah, he, he a funny cat to me. This ain't going to be the last time you're up here, just so you know. Uh, <laughs> it's hey, not going to be the last yeah. time. But uh, <laughs> let me get a show before we head out. What what you what you watching during this fake quarantine or downtime? Right now, I am currently watching. Um, I just started the first episode today for life. Okay. You know, big big queens. I gotta support the homie. Fifty. Um, so far so good. So far so good. Um, I'm catching up on that. Um, who killed Who killed Malcolm X? Doc on Netflix. Mm-hmm. I'm getting into that, and um, you know, man, I'm slowly. I'm holding my breath, man. I'm waiting for the 27th when Ozark come out. Yeah, man. Uh, Jason serious killing it as of late. Yeah, I heard um this show on HBO was pretty good. The Outsider, I haven't um I haven't checked it out. Yeah, The Outsider is really dope. Um, yeah, The Outsider is tremendously dope. If you ask me, um, I, I use that as a show up here before Outsider, but uh, I hear a lot of good things about the Malcolm X doc you mentioned, and also. Uh, for life, my show on Netflix. Netflix is Peaky Blinders. Yes, I, I heard. I heard about that too. I heard it was. Um, I heard from another. I heard from another podcast that you know they said that um somebody felt like it was um not they didn't relate it to but better than like a Sons of Anarchy. If you're gonna watch it, it's four seasons right now. Uh, they're about to go into season five. If you're going to watch it, I would love to have that conversation with you for someone who watched Sons and likes Sons. Okay. Because I had looked I had looked it up and it's, I see it got like a, it's like an old school vibe. It's like back in the day or whatever, right? Don't, don't let it fool you by how okay. it looks. <laughs> okay. We it, see six episodes in. Yeah. Oh, hold on! I'm looking at the like the the um the little picture titles. I see my man um my man um Chibi. What's his name? Chibs from from um. That's what I'm saying to you. <laughs> okay, 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 okay. And I see something with the IRA. Okay, I'm rolling. I'm I'm rolling. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna knock the six out tonight. I told you ain't nobody ain't nothing but two guests in the hotel tonight. I'm gonna knock that out tonight. <laughs> <laughs> and we also, and we also got to set up, and we also got to set up this, um, this, 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 this poker game, man. I know I've been talking about it for a while now, but um, you guys set that up last night. I was killing them last night. I'm ready whenever you are. Um, my friend, my coworker tries to get me to go to cash games with him, uh, where it's like a little mini tournament, and. Before I leave, the last hand that I, I went all in on because I was short stacked, uh, these turns may go over your head if you don't know poker. 
Um, I had an Ace Five. Mm-hmm. So I'm thinking I'm sitting pretty. I go all in. This guy calls me with a Queen Ten. Flop mm. comes out. There's an Ace and a Ten. Would you know? On a freaking river, he got another ten to give him trips. Sheesh. Over my pair of aces. Yeah, I left really angry, but it happens. So, it, it, it happens, my brother. It happens. It, it's it all happens. in the cards. You know what I mean? But listen, cash game, let, let me know. We rolled there together because I said before I actually host an event, I kind of want to go to one. I kind of want to go to a cash game, get the feel. How you know what the actual factuals are? I know you know some heavy hitters, so if we talking like three hundred buy-in, I'm gonna have to gracefully bow out. <laughs> Brother, it's an eighty dollar buy-in. You can do like it's an eighty dollar buy-in for the tournament, but if you want to do a cash game because they have another cash game on the side while you're there, that's a two hundred and fifty dollar buy-in, and you can uh, unlimited buy-in. Nigga, I hit the eighty dollar twenty, and I'm good for like two weeks. It take me about two or- weeks to get up my money to be like, yeah, I'm gonna go. Yeah, 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 for sure. Yeah, nah, we'll talk. Up, we'll talk about that off air. Yeah, I'm, I'm definitely, and I know a couple of dudes that would want to do it. So, yeah, we could, we could definitely set that up for sure. Matter of fact, why don't we do? Yeah, we'll talk off air. I got you. We'll talk off air. Bet, uh, bet, bet, bet. uh, that's all we got for today. Uh, get your excuses ready. You don't really need one, uh, mainly because you're at home anyway. But. If you do need an excuse, I'm sorry. Yeah. I holla. You niggas been great. My God, Terry Silverface, I holla at you. (laughs) (laughs) Love you, boy. All right. That's all I have.